Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Sadly, another Silver Linings edition of the HHC as the Hornets fall to 3-7 and seven overall, now 1-1 one and one in in-season tournament action. The Hornets extremely extremely shorthanded for last night's game against Miami. That said, they gave themselves an opportunity to win it, unfortunately falling short by a final score of 111-105. to We'll break it down, give you our silver linings, and give you a recap of the latest power rankings that have been published. One of the favorites of our special guest here today on the HHC. He's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, here with me once again. Rob, I know you were excited about this one. You know what Tuesdays usually bring? Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday Wednesday, I guess I don't really remember what day it is anymore. It's uh, it's that point of the season now. It is that point of the season where we do start to lose track before we completely lose track of things here. Recap last night's game. The Hornets taking on a really hot Miami Heat team. They had won five in a row and playing some of their best basketball for this early stretch of the season. Came into the Hive 6-4, and four, an in-season tournament game, the first one ever hosted in Charlotte. Beautiful teal and mint floor out there, the in-season tournament grand prize, the NBA Cup visible on the center court logo. Uh, Charlotte coming into that one 3-6 and six with the word early, really uh, none of it very good from the Hornets' perspective. In addition to Terry Rozier and Cody Martin and Frank Nilekina and James Booknight, who have all been out for several games now, an additional body blow with both Brandon Miller and Gordon Hayward out. Had one of them been out, at least the other one you'd probably plug into the starting lineup, but both of them were out, so Charlotte had to go with a very unique for this season starting lineup of Mark Williams, J.T. Thor, P.J. Washington, LaMelo Ball, and Teo Maladone. 
And with all of that going on, gave themselves a fighter's chance. They knocked down their first six threes of the game, have a season-high 15 made triples, going 15 for 32. Uh, They made the majority, the vast majority of their free throws, 81% from the stripe. They were ahead after the first quarter, 32-24, to won three of the four quarters individually over the heat, and yet come up short 111-105 because the second quarter had gone so sideways for Miami. And the big number that does stand out, Turnovers. Charlotte committed 18, yielding 23 points for the Heat. Miami gave up eight turnovers, yielding nine points to Charlotte. That 14-point separation in points off turnovers really looming large in a game decided by six. Yeah, the turnovers certainly made a big impact on the game, obviously. And I keep going back and forth on this one, whether I want to be frustrated or if I just want to be content with it, I guess, for lack of a better term, because you look at it and you say, yeah, this is a winnable game. This was one that the Hornets had a chance in. I mean, they did lead it by double digits early. They led by as many as 11 there in the first half and just kind of faded away there in the second when Miami really, really came on strong. And then at the same time, it's like, well, at the same time, like I mentioned, there's just there's just so many injuries. So it's a one that I really kind of have a hard time putting my foot on. I mean, that second quarter was basically what did it in. We talk a lot about how there are times in this league where you can't win in the first half, but you can certainly lose it in the first half. That's kind of what happened to the Hornets yesterday. Got outscored 33-16 to in that second quarter against the Heat. In that quarter, Miami shoots almost 57% from the field, 4-9 from beyond the arc. And the Hornets kind of went a little bit cold. I mean, 38% from the field, over six from three after they made their first six three-pointers of the game in the first quarter. So it's really frustrating when you look at it and you see that Charlotte was able to outscore and win the points battle three out of the four quarters against Miami, albeit against pretty slim margins outside of that first quarter. But again, good to see P.J. Washington step up with those season-high 32 points tied for a game high. LaMelo Ball played really well, too. So all in all, good effort from those guys. Good bounce-back game from P.J. I'm sure I'll talk about him a little bit later on. But again, just a really frustrating one for Charlotte last night, I feel like. P.J. Washington had the season-high 32 points. Game high as well, tied with Jimmy Butler, who had 32 on the other side. Bam Adebayo, 21 points, 11 boards. Fifth straight game for him with 20 and 10, a big part of the reason why they are playing so well right now. And Jaime Jaquez, their rookie, uh, had eight made field goals. That's a career high for field goals, finished with 17 points. I'm with you on the frustration, but for me, it's more the situation. It's the injuries, and you applaud guys like Bryce McGowan's who stepped up and had a season-high 12 points, career-high made threes with three. Uh, Nick Richards, who had his second double-double of the season, I think is uh, 15th of his career. Let me triple-check here. Uh, 16th, sorry, 16th double-double career for Nick Richards. He had a really strong game out there for the Hornets. There's so many of these efforts out there, but it's the situation, and we talked about it after the Knicks game. You know, when you look at the bench for the opponent, And that's kind of where this game seemed to get determined. Not that the Hornets bench didn't have production, but you look at the plus-minus for most of those guys, and it's better for Miami's bench than it is for the Hornets. You got Kevin Love, who is a likely Hall of Famer, who has a ring. He has been a rebounding savant. He's one of the best three-point shooters. You know, he came out there, gave solid minutes. Josh Richardson is a guy who's in year nine in the NBA. Uh, He is a very strong player as well in the prime of his career. You got Jaime Jaquez, their first-round 
round pick who's giving production. And then you look for the Hornets and they're plugging in guys who are, for the most part, on rookie contracts or are rookies or who have been signed out of retirement in the last six weeks. So it's just a very different set of circumstances. And the Hornets are forced to have many of those guys playing simultaneously where if one of them's getting plugged in, yeah, they can probably make do with that. But when you're asking three or four to play at the same time, it becomes a much taller task, particularly against such an experienced lineup on the other side. One guy I did want to highlight because not just the minutes he played, but where he played him uh, really stood out. That's Nick Smith Jr. He finishes with three points. He knocked down his only three-point attempt of the contest. Career high made one. He'll have more later, but you know it's early in his career. Career high and rebounds too. But what was telling to me is that coach left him out there for the closing minutes. And he left Nick Richards out there too. Nick Richards had a really, really strong game. uh, One of the best for the team. But to leave a rookie out there when there were other options, other guys that started over him, shows that the team was functioning at a very high level with him playing. Head coach Steve Clifford had this to say about Nick Smith Jr.'s game after the game. I competed hard. And you know what? He he played better than the other guys played. So I left him in there and I thought he did fine. So... We watched the film. The first half, it, you know, it was hard for him. I mean, they do different things, and he's not used to that. So the first half was was more of a struggle, and the second half he did better. I'll say this. I really enjoy the effort we see Nick Smith Jr. play with. Uh, I was saying to Matt Carroll on the broadcast, for some rookies it seems like the game's too fast. With Nick, it's almost like he's playing too fast. But uh, he, he really gives maximum effort out there all the time. And, and I'll say this. If the film reflects what Coach thought he saw there to leave him in for those conclusive minutes of the contest there's a chance that maybe he moves up on the chart maybe gets more opportunities Uh, I think he's earning him with the level of effort he's putting out there but of course uh, the coaches they're the experts they'll make those decisions later on but I did want to give a tip of the cap to Nick Smith Jr. a couple career highs in there we'll give our full silver linings after this quick break you're listening to the Hornets Ivecast asking the right questions can greatly impact your future especially when it comes to your finances So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Yeah, I feel everybody tried tonight. Just a tough one. Slipped away from us and we lost it. LaMelo Ball after the loss to the Miami Heat, 111-105. to Kind of a double whammy. Hornets falling to 3-7 and overall. Now 10 games in to the 23-24 campaign. Uh, this one, the most injuries they've had to try and overcome. and they, they almost did it. They gave themselves a chance, but the Heat get the W, improving to 7-4. and Miami now 2-0 and with a stranglehold on Group B in control of their own destiny in the in-season tournament. Charlotte is 1-1. One and one. There still is a path to make it into the knockout rounds, uh, but it's it's going to be more of an uphill climb. It's going to requ- require a really strong effort on Friday when the Hornets take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Hopefully some reinforcements will be coming for Charlotte, and hopefully it'll be another great crowd on hand at Spectrum Center to see the Hornets take on Giannis Antetokounmpo, Dame Lillard, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. Rob, a lot of great efforts in this one. P.J. Washington, 32 points. LaMelo Ball, 28 points, 11 assists. Double-double off the bench for Nick Richards. Bryce McGowan, 12 points. Plenty to pick from. Who do you like as your silver lining selection from last night's loss? Not my silver lining, but going back to the end of that first segment that you were talking about, Nick Smith Jr., and you heard from Coach Cliff there as well about how it maybe didn't go as well there in that first half for Nick. Well, I went back and I looked at it during the break. You go back to that first half, Nick Smith Jr., minus 10 out there on the plus-minus. Second half, much, much better. He was a plus-four in the plus-minus. So, again, plus-minus can be a picky, choosy stat, whatever you want to call it. But for what it's worth, that's what it looks like. So I'm sure that Steve Clifford and the rest of the coaching staff will look at the film and make a decision moving forward about the role that Nick Smith Jr. has on this team or at least over the next couple weeks or so while we still try to figure out all these injuries and those sort of things. But for my top performer, my silver lining performance, I have to go with the low-hanging fruit. That's a guy that had the season-high 32 points. That's P.J. Washington. To LaMelo Ball, wide open look at a triple. It's off to the right. P.J. Washington there for the board. Foul, and he puts it in for two. The hoop and the harm and a three-point opportunity for P.J. Washington, who's got 31 tonight. I just thought this was such a great bounce-back game. Game for PJ, you go back and you look at what happened in that game on Sunday against New York, and nobody played particularly well for Charlotte. But when you look at what PJ did, I mean, he was just not very good at all. One of eight from the field, one for five beyond the arc. He was a minus 30 in the plus minus. So this was a huge bounce back game for him. You look at what PJ did tonight in comparison. Talked about those 32 points, 12 of 23 from the field, 6 for 11 from beyond the arc. He started off hitting his first four three-pointers for the game as well. 2 for 2 at the free throw line. Nobody got to the foul line a whole lot here tonight for Charlotte. 6 rebounds, also had an assist in there as well. I just thought this was a great bounce-back game. We were kind of questioning it after the New York game about the big names kind of need to show up a little bit, or at least that's what I talked about on a podcast with Sam Perley after that one. And this was an opportunity to finally have somebody alongside LaMelo ball kind of carry the 
load, I guess, for lack of a better term, for this offense. And P.J. Washington was able to get the job done tonight with those 32 points. Yeah, he had a, a tremendous game. And one thing that really stood out to me, obviously season high, 32 points, 6 of 11 from 3. That's just a huge effort for one of the top 10 three-point shooters already in Hornets history. But sometimes when the Hornets were shorthanded last season, and he had plenty of big games, but there would be times where because there weren't a ton of other options, teams could key in on P.J. Washington and minimize his effect. Effectiveness. That was certainly an opportunity that could have been had for the Miami Heat because the Hornets were without Gordon Hayward and without Terry Rozier and without Brandon Miller and without half a dozen players altogether. And yet P.J. Washington was able to make the most of his matchups, even with a lot of attention from the defense. So that stood out to me. Hopefully this is something he can double up and triple up and quadruple up on coming up because the Hornets need him. Uh, P.J. Washington, his previous three games was averaging under 10 points a contest. His previous four games, he was shooting just 10% from three. He comes up with a 6-for-11 effort from distance, 32 points a season high. Great game. Sadly comes in a loss, but an excellent pick for silver linings. My pick is going to be LaMelo Ball. Ish back to LaMelo. LaMelo to the corner. LaMelo keeping the dribble. Crossover. Step back three on the way. Oh yeah, it's good! Taking Highsmith to school. It was a really pretty move with the crossover and all the handles that LaMelo has in his bag, and he just uh, just nailed that triple in Highsmith's face. A very good defender who had been giving him fits and frustrations earlier in the game. LaMelo took some out on him there with that highlight. 28 points, 4 for 10 from 3, 9 of 26 from floor. He, again, a lot of attention from the defense. 11 assists for a double-double. Got close to a triple-double. He had 6 rebounds. He was on pace at one point. Also had eight turnovers in there, so almost a quadruple double tongue-in-cheek there, of course. Uh, But what stands out the most to me, in a game against the defending Eastern Conference champs, shorthanded as they were, everything that the Hornets had backs against the wall, in his 39 minutes on the floor, plus two in the plus-minus. The Hornets won the game when LaMelo was on the floor, ended up falling behind and eventually losing the game, a minus eight when he was off of it. Uh, Sometimes plus-minus tells a a different story than we think it is, but I do think it's telling in a game where Charlotte had all of this adversity when LaMelo Ball was on the floor, whatever group he was with, and there were a lot of unique combinations last night. Uh, LaMelo won his minutes time and time again. Excellent effort from him. A couple of uh, cap tips here. Nick Richards, very deserving of one. 10 points, 11 rebounds, 16th career double-double, second of his season coming off the bench. Talked about Nick Smith Jr. already. Bryce McGowan's the career I three made threes, season high, 12 points as well. Uh, there, there's a lot of really strong efforts across the board here for the Hornets, but sadly it comes once again in silver lining. So Charlotte is now 3-7. and seven. They have two days off, including today, ahead of Friday's matchup with Milwaukee, and the hope is some reinforcements will be on the way, and those Hornets that wouldn't have ordinarily been getting into games this early will be better for the experience and be able to contribute later on down the road if and when they're called upon. Coming up next, we're going to call upon Rob Longo, to help us play Power Rankings. It's his favorite, and it's next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. The Hornets I've cast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. A couple of days off now for Buzz City ahead of the next game on Friday against Milwaukee. And tomorrow we have another special interview for you. Gordon Hayward, Hornets forward, has sat down with us and we will play that interview for you tomorrow. Talks about his career, now year 14 in the NBA. He talks about how much the game has changed uh, just in terms of when he started, what was a good shot, what was a bad shot then has kind of been flipped on its head now. So he talks about the changes in the game, how he's been able to adjust to them, and how uh, he really analyzes the game and how some of his other interests in life, like chess, like gaming, have factored in to his approach to basketball. It was a very uh, exciting conversation to have with Gordon. We look forward to sharing that with you tomorrow right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Right now, though, time to play one of our favorite games, Time to talk Power Rankings. Your favorite game. Well, I do enjoy torturing you. Uh, Rob Longo, the uh, couple of publications recently put out Power Rankings. We are looking at NBA.coms today. They rank all 30 teams. A lot of it's based on the last week, but overall it's based on the overall season as well. So the question for you, Rob Longo, in the hierarchy of 30 NBA teams, where do you think NBA.com slated or should have slated the Charlotte Hornets. Well, it's not the Athletics, so they don't absolutely despise the Hornets for whatever reason. I'm going to say, let's go with 24. 24, uh, nice guess, but uh, a little high from what I would have thought it would be. Charlotte coming off a tough week with a, a lot of defensive lapses, and I think there's reason for it. They are extremely shorthanded, after all, but NBA.com didn't quite have them that high. They had them at number 27 this week. They did give comp Compliments to Charlotte for, at the time, being 1-0 and in the in-season tournament. And they did recognize that the Hornets are working through some really tough shooting stretches here, particularly from three. And a 
uh, putting some of the onus on the fact that the Hornets have been banged up. Terry Rozier has not been available. Brandon Miller turning his ankle at the end of last week. Uh, so there were some reasons offered up as to why Charlotte is struggling as much as they are in certain respects. But that said, they put them at 27. So that leaves the question to you, Rob Longo. I'm going to give you the three teams directly ahead of the Hornets, and you tell me which one the Hornets should have been ahead of. Your choices at number 24, the Utah Jazz. Utah, 3-7 and seven on the season, just like the Hornets are. Uh, they are a little worse on the offensive rating, defensive rating, slightly better. Uh, similar pace of play. 25 was the San Antonio Spurs, another 3-7 and seven team. They have had a very tough time of it offensively and defensively, but they've got Victor Wembanyama, which gets a lot of people's attention. And then... The Portland Trailblazers, who were 3-6 and six at the time this was published. They have the worst offense in the NBA, but according to defensive rating, they are in the top 10. Which of those three teams do you think should have been behind the Charlotte Hornets? I can make an argument for all of them, I understand. And again, I don't really, I don't stay up late and watch these West Coast teams for the most part. So I know that Utah's been dealing with a Walker-Kessler injury, which is a big blow to them. San Antonio is San Antonio and Portland is just all over the place right now. So I can see an argument for all three of them, why the Hornets should be ahead of all three of them. I guess I'll pick on Portland. I'll pick on the Trailblazers. I mean, I think that the Hornets should be able to be higher in the power rankings than them just because, from what I understand, I don't think Portland's gone through any like super severe injuries. I know Scoot Henderson's missed some time, but it's nothing significant. He maybe missed a game here or a game there. From what I understand, for the most part, well, Robert Williams did get hurt. That definitely does hurt a little bit, but just based off of the roster construction that they had heading into this season, I feel like that's not like a super significant blow, more or less. You always want to have a fully stacked deck, but I mean, it's not like he was starting on that team. You had DeAndre Ayton in there, so I'll pick on the Trailblazers and say that the Hornets should be above them. I would actually go with the San Antonio Spurs for this one, and and here's the reason why. Yeah, there's a lot of fanfare uh, around Victor Wembanyama, and rightfully so. He has been spectacular. He is the leader on the rookie ladder, and, and he should be. He's had a tremendous, tremendous start to his career. He's an extremely entertaining player, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. But the reason that I I would have put San Antonio below the Hornets is because at the time the records are very similar when this was put out in San Antonio. Also lost last night, so they're now three and eight. While the Hornets are three and seven, San Antonio has lost six in a row. Uh, but getting to the the point here, the reason I would have put them lower is they, for the most part, have their team. You know, there's not a major injury over there that explains away their record, and they're not perfect. They've got some guys that are out. Keldon Johnson is a good player. He missed uh, the game last night. Trey Jones is a good player. He missed the game last night. So there are some guys that are dealing with things, as most teams have at this point, but nothing anywhere near like what Charlotte's going through. And Charlotte, despite all their difficulties out there keeping guys on the floor, yeah, it has really hurt the defense, but offensively, they're operating in the top 10. San Antonio is in the bottom five, both offensively and defensively, and has the worst net rating in the NBA. So I'm not trying to pick on them, but I do think you look at that team They've got basically their squad out there. I don't think there's a major piece that they're missing, certainly not as much as the Hornets have been, and they're still not winning. And the offensive and defensive ratings say this is not a good team. And so I would have put them below the Hornets because I think there is a clear and evident reason why Charlotte is losing so much, and it's about availability. I would totally agree with you. Like I said, I think there is an argument that can be made for all three of those teams about why the Hornets should be ahead of them, but it basically just comes down to 
those injuries. So, I mean, it's just unfortunate. It sucks because we've had to deal with it for, like I said earlier, literally over a year now. So, again, hopefully we get better news. We got these two days off coming up so the Hornets can hopefully maybe get a little bit healthier. And, again, a lot of this stuff is just kind of like nagging injuries where it's just if you don't take care of it, it could snowball. So you really want to nip it in the bud and make sure that you get it taken care of sooner rather than later because, again, we talked about this a lot last year and it never came to fruition, but you want to have a fully stacked deck to game 79 through 82 rather than games five through eight. So again, it's just wanting to get everybody back and fully healthy at the same time. That just obviously just did not happen for the Hornets last year. Just one after the other, after the other, and one person would come in and then you would, you know, it's like, it's like playing Jenga. You would take the one piece out and you put it on top and then the whole tower would fall off because then you had to rebuild it again. So just super frustrating. But now everybody knows how I feel when I do these power rankings because (laughs) I'm frustrated too. So I wonder if anybody at like NBA.com or the athletic, if they're just randomly scrolling through and they find a podcast and they see us talking about power rankings, I wonder if they ever like listen to us here for just yelling into the void. Look, I I think that they do a very good job of, of breaking down why they make the decisions that said we're allowed to, to disagree. And uh, look, at the end of the day, I think we're quibbling about, you know, the uh, we're not saying, oh, the Hornets need to be a top 10 team. They're not. You know, they are three and seven right now. But I think there's a reason why things have gone awry. And I'm just hoping that over the next couple of days and leading into the next couple of games, the Hornets give the people doing these power rankings a reason to put them higher on the charts. I think there is an opportunity for that. If the Hornets can get more of their guys back, hopefully there's good news on Brandon Miller and Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward in the not-too-distant future. Uh, the Hornets are going to have some chances here. What, wouldn't it be nice if the Hornets made some noise coming up on Friday against Milwaukee and then over the weekend against the Knicks and on the remainder of this five-game homestand with some really big wins to start moving back up, not just in the power rankings, but more importantly, in the standings. Like I said before, we have tomorrow as an off day for the Hornets, but it's never an off day here on the HHC. Tomorrow we have a special one-on-one interview with Gordon Hayward. We look forward to bringing that to you right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Rob Longo, thanks as always for joining me here. Thanks for having me. I'm going to take my two days off and run. I will torture you next week with more power rankings. We look forward to it. Thanks most of all to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you tomorrow with a special one-on-one interview with Gordon Hayward right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. 
It's about the ethos that we embody, rugged, resilient, and timeless.